President Obama's drone policies have been getting a lot of attention this week, with the start of confirmation hearings for John Brennan, Obama's pick to lead the CIA. Other elements of the nation's national security strategy are getting less scrutiny, cybersecurity for one. Recently, Defense Secretary Leon Panetta made a statement suggesting the U.S. might redefine its approach to cybersecurity and take preemptive action. We asked Jim Lewis what that means. Lewis directs the Technology and Public Policy Program at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. The secretary has identified two thresholds for a preemptive U.S. action. The first is the U.S. would detect a potential cyber attack that could do significant harm to the United States. The second is it would detect an attack that could cause death among American citizens. And if it sees those, it can preemptively act to move to block them. So what do you imagine a preemptive cyber attack by the U.S. would kind of look like? It would be identifying the computer from which the attack was going to be launched and doing something to disable that computer, wiping the hard drive, breaking its internet connection. There's a number of things you could do. So it would basically be turning hacking tools back on the attacker. How active is the Pentagon, you know, actually developing viruses right now? I think everyone, U.S., China, Russia, a few others, are looking at how can you make better attack tools. The other thing that makes this more interesting is there's a thriving, dynamic black market in hacking tools, in attack techniques. And it would be easy for a government to just pretend it was a criminal and sneak into the black market and get some good stuff. Have you heard about episodes like that happening? There's an arms black market, there's an airplanes black market, and intelligence agencies play in them. So I'd be shocked if they didn't play in the cyber black market. Why isn't cybersecurity getting any more attention? And are you surprised it isn't? Uh, Some of it is, I think, the Senate isn't quite sure what they want to say about it because they, of course, um, had a bill last August and were unable to pass it. So there might be a little bit of a guilt factor. The other thing is the the drone uh, issue worries a lot of people, right? And the leaks issue worries a lot of Republicans. So those are, from a political perspective, uh, more interesting than cyber. Now, the legislation you were talking about was the Cybersecurity Act. And uh, next week, uh, Congressman uh, Mike Rogers and Dutch Ruppersberger will be reintroducing a cybersecurity bill. What does that bill address and what's different about it from the Cybersecurity Act last fall? Well, it's a good bill, right? And it does some useful things in removing impediments to sharing information on cyber threats between companies and between companies in the government. It really doesn't do anything to protect critical infrastructure. Sharing information is a lot of fun. Here, I can share information with you right now. The PLA is trying to break into your network. There you go. Run with it, you know. So it's a useful bill, but it doesn't do everything we need to do. Cybersecurity seems to live in this world of this kind of clandestine nature. I mean, can we ever expect to see any transparency in cybersecurity? So governments are starting to talk about this the way they talked about nuclear war in the period of confrontation with the Soviets, that we can begin to talk at a high level about, you know, what are we thinking about? What might we do? Now, the interesting thing is both the Russians and the Chinese have said, hey, not so fast. We're not sure we want to share information on offensive planning or military capabilities. But that's the path we're on. In a couple of years, we'll have more information. Jim Lewis of the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Thank you. Thanks a lot.